The way the father relates with the mother of his children has a great or profound impact on the way the children grow. It impacts their present life and it also influences how they relate to their spouses in the future. Hello and welcome to the Scriptural Wild Fatherhood Podcast. This is a show for dads and dads-to-be. It is all about how we can be equipped for this important adventure of being a father that has been entrusted to us. My name is James, James Mwangombe. I gather these lessons from scripture, how we can emulate God the preeminent father from the animal kingdom because God has spread fatherhood wisdom in the wild and from other fathers who have walked this journey or who are currently walking this journey. And finally, I gather these lessons from experts who have researched, taught, and written on this important role. Thank you for listening, and I wish you all the very best in your fatherhood journey. In this episode, we will talk about the significance and importance of the father treating the mother of his children well. We will highlight some reasons why this is crucial and beneficial to the children. We will also showcase some examples in the Bible and see a father or a creature in the wild that shows this character. Let us get right into it. The word father connotes or underscores relationship. It is a relational title. It means there is another one, the other side of the coin, if you may, that is mother. There can be no father without a mother and vice versa. For someone to be called a father, there has to be someone else who was involved in bringing forth the children for that father to get that title. It is a relational title in that the father relates with the mother of his children and with the children they bear. Theodor Hesburgh said, The most important thing a father can do for his children is to love their mother. This reminds me of the valuable advice that I received as a young married man who was about to be a father. I was advised by a confidant within my church community while seeking advice that the best thing I could do for the kids is to show love to their mother. I'm full of respect and admiration for my wife, the mother of my children, for what she had to endure in pregnancy and childbirth. Not only that, but also all her ingenuity, wisdom, and industry she unleashes in nurturing our kids on a daily basis. There is a Swahili saying that is roughly translated as follows, As tough and as painful as childbirth is, it is only the beginning of the journey. The real tough part is the raising of the child. I could not possibly do parenting without my wife's invaluable help. As fathers, our role in the family goes beyond just providing for our children's basic needs. The way we treat the mother of our children plays a crucial role in our children's overall development and well-being. In fact, research has shown that this relationship has a significant impact on children's social, emotional, and cognitive development. 
Here are some reasons why it's important for a father to treat the mother of his children with respect, dignity, and kindness. Number one, it creates a positive environment for the children. Children who grow up in an environment where their parents have a healthy relationship are more likely to feel secure and happy. They are also less likely to experience behavioral problems, anxiety, and depression. The second reason why it's important for a father to treat the mother of his children well is that it models healthy relationships. Children learn by example, and the way you treat your partner sets the tone for how they will expect to be treated in their own relationships. By treating your partner with love and respect, you are teaching your children how to have healthy and fulfilling relationships. They will grow up expecting the same kind of relationship that they have experienced, or rather that will shape their view of how a relationship is supposed to be, especially a marital relationship. The third reason why it's important for a father to treat the mother of his children well is that it strengthens your family's bond. When you treat your partner with kindness and respect, you are strengthening your family's bond. This can lead to greater trust, communication, and intimacy between you and your partner and the children, which benefits both yourself and your partner and your children in the long run. The fourth reason why this is important is that it reduces conflict and stress. When there is tension between you and your partner, it can create a stressful environment for your children. And by treating your partner with respect and kindness, you can reduce conflict and create a more peaceful home environment. A peaceful home environment is the kind of environment, it's a harmonious environment where the children are likely to thrive as compared to a stressful home environment where there's conflict most of the time. The fifth reason why it's important to treat uh, the mother of your children well is that it promotes co-parenting. When you have a positive relationship with your partner, it's easier to work together as parents. This can lead to better communication, a more consistent approach to parenting, and a better overall experience for your children. You are able to do some tasks together or you are able to portion tasks in the best way possible for the best outcome for both you as the parents and also for the children as well. They benefit because you are working together like an, a well-oiled machine, if you may. A primary role we have as fathers is to model a faithful relationship with God to our children. The mother of our children also plays a part in helping us pass this faith along to our children. It is imperative upon us to support our spouses in their spiritual growth because it will benefit the kids too. An example from the scriptures is that of Timothy. Timothy was one of Apostle Paul's companions who he left in charge of several churches in the first century. In fact, Paul refers to Timothy as his son. Timothy benefited from the faith of his grandmother and then that of his mother. Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 3 to 5 where the Bible says, I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience. As night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, 
which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Having a kind and supportive relationship with the mother of our kids can come in handy in circumstances where there is need for quick intervention. There's an example in the Bible where Moses seems to have had a good relationship with his wife Zipporah, the mother of his children. Moses was given an assignment by God to go back to Egypt from Midian where he was to go and free God's people. As you know it uh, very well, this is the story that is captured in the book of Exodus. However, while Moses and his family were on their way back to Egypt, as it is written in Exodus chapter 4, verse 24 to 26, the Lord confronted Moses and was about to kill him. It's a strange thing. God has just sent Moses to go and fulfill a task out in Egypt, but then he confronts him and he wants to kill him. That doesn't make sense. But that's what was happening and that's what is written in this passage. And Moses' wife Zipporah intervened in this situation, she intervened by circumcising their son and Moses' life was spared somehow because of that. Some scholars have indicated that Moses may have not circumcised his son as is required under the covenant God had with Abraham. So all Hebrew children needed to be circumcised on the eighth day after they were born. But this seems not to have happened for Moses' son. So poor Moses did not follow what was required under that covenant that God had with Abraham. And because of that, some scholars indicate that that's what was going on here. He needed to put his house in order. But whatever the issue had been between Moses and God, it seems Zipporah, Moses' wife, knew what the issue was and made the right intervention to help Moses, who was seemingly in a situation where he could not rescue himself. So that relationship that they had was important and crucial because it came in handy. And because of the relationship they had between the two of them, probably Moses would have shared or Zipporah would have observed and found out and understood what was going on in Moses' life that would cause such an issue to happen between him and the Lord. And then she had the presence and foresight or the wisdom to be able to act the way she acted and at the right time. In some circumstances as fathers, we may not know the depths and intricacies of what the mothers of our children are going through. However, by ensuring that they have a relationship with God, that they are growing spiritually, and we put them in an environment where their concerns can be attended to, then that can be a way in which we can be of help. There's a case in point in the Bible of uh, Elkanah and his wife Hannah. It's found in the book of First Samuel chapter 1, verse 3 to 8. And it says, Year after year, this man, Elkanah, went up from his town to worship and sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shiloh, where Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were priests of the Lord. Whenever the day came for Elkanah to sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to his wife Penina and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, 
he gave a double portion because he loved her and the Lord had closed her womb. Because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband Elkanah would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Obviously, the questions Elkanah asked Hannah show that he did not fully understand what she was going through. He was puzzled by what he was observing, her reaction and her demeanor. One thing that Elkanah got right is that he ensured that he was connecting with God and he brought his family along. Hannah was in the right environment where she could find a solution to her predicament. As such, she prayed to God and her prayer was answered. Even though Elkanah did not fully understand what his wife, the mother of his child-to-be, was going through, he ensured that she was connected to God and could pour her heart out to the only one who could help her. Supporting the mother of our children spiritually is crucial to give them the encouragement and strength to withstand life's challenges and put their hope in God. This will also set a great example to our children on supporting their spouses when they get to that stage in life. In the wild, there are creatures that exemplify this quality of a father who is supportive to the mother of their offspring. One of those is the bald eagle. The bald eagle mates with the same partner for life. They also co-parent. They supply food to the nesting mother and sometimes relieve them from sitting and warming the eggs to go and refresh herself and even hunt. When the eaglets hatch, the father eagle plays the primary role of supplying food for them. However, as the eaglets grow, they demand more and more food. This necessitates both parents to go hunting to meet the growing demand for food. And while doing this, biologists have observed that both parents decide who would hunt closer to the nest to protect the eaglets from any danger that may come. Here is a description of the bald eagles that I found in the National Wildlife Federation website. It has some interesting facts about these birds. Bald eagles are solitary but monogamous animals. Although they spend winters and migrations alone, bald eagles maintain the same breeding pair year after year. A mated eagle pair finds a nesting site and produces offspring each year. If one of the pair dies, the surviving bald eagle will look for a new mate in the next breeding season. The nests, also called aries, are built on the tops of trees. The pair uses sticks and twigs to construct a platform nest. Some pairs return to the same nest year after year. Over time, an eagle's nest can be six feet across and six feet high and can weigh over a ton. Bald eagles normally lay two or three eggs, which are incubated for about 35 days. Depending on the location, the eggs are laid in the winter or spring. Bald eagle eggs and chicks are not often threatened by predators as the parents are most always on the nest and are quite large, powerful birds. For about two and a half months, the parents will care for the chicks by bringing food to the nest. The chicks take their time leaving the nest. 
after approximately 12 weeks they work their way out onto the branches near the nest they learn to fly but stay in the nearby area the parents continue to provide some food until the young are independent quite an interesting story but it reflects some of these uh, qualities that we're speaking here about a father who is supportive to their mother of their offspring and it's such a beautiful picture and you see how god has put some of these principles in the wild which we can look at and learn as fathers in our quest to be the best that we can be as fathers for our children in conclusion the way you treat the mother of your children has a significant impact on your children's development and overall well-being by treating your partner with respect dignity kindness and love you are creating a positive environment for your family to thrive in and more so for your children to thrive in let's end with this quote from dan rather who said the great lesson my mother and father gave me was almost invisible it was a strong sense of being rooted thank you very much for joining me for today's episode i welcome you to join me next week and also request you to subscribe to the podcast next week we'll be talking about the hormones that support us as we play this role as fathers Thank you and bye bye I wish you all the best in your fatherhood journey